This is Lucas Ramirez, and I've got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keep the queens go hard. Rise a star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to say go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. S-L-T Nation! Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right. We are searching the country for rising stars who are doing big things and accomplishing what, KT? Big dreams. B-I-G dreams. And I'm going to tell y'all something before we get started. I went on there and I said, you know what? There is no city, no Metroplex in the country that's colder than Dallas-Fort Worth and when it comes to amateur athletics. And I started getting phone calls and DMs. And people say, man, you got to get out and about. You got to see some of the talent around this country. I reached out to a guy in Phoenix. And this man said, yes, we got some talent out here in in, in Arizona. You got to come check us out. So welcome to the stage, head coach of Suara. Did I say it right, coach? Yes, sir. Tuara High School, Sabercat Nation, 10 years coaching experience, AAU, high school, college, the whole game. We got him. Coach Lucas Ramirez is in the building. Welcome to the show, Coach. How you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here. Hey, before we get off into Coach Ramirez's amazing journey, he tell us how dope the hooping and the football and all the sports out there in Phoenix is. Allow me to introduce myself. I am your host, the mouth of the South B. Jones, a true Louisiana, Mr. Yeet is in the building, and I'm rocking alongside my brother from another mother, my partner in crime, the architect, the guru, the assistant coach, KT. How you doing today, Kev? I was doing fine until you introduced me as the assistant coach, and I know oh, that wow. uh, you're gonna let me say you're gonna let me say my piece. We know that we have one, a dope coach, a dope head coach in Phoenix, but B. Jones, I'm the co-host of this show, right? Yes, you are. You're my brother from another mother. So give me my props, man. I'm the head coach of Sports Life. Well, you know what? Those who've been rocking with the show for a while, they know that Kevin is on a five-game win streak. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So I'm salty. I just, I just, I'm, I'm gonna be straight up. I'm grouchy. I am very, uh, I'm very cantankerous right now. Now, how you like those Louisiana words? All right, here we go. Hey, check this out. Before, before we tell y'all about Coach Ramirez's amazing story and how he got his starting coaching and so forth, we gotta pay the bills. Listen, I'm gonna show some love to Phoenix, and Phoenix gotta show us some love. All right, on the count of three, in sports life talk tradition, we need y'all to smash that subscribe button, smash that like button, and help us to create. A, a storm right we want to get this show to go viral and tell the world about how dope you guys are out there in the city of phoenix as well as how dope coach ramirez is and listen we don't do fans we don't do followers 
We do family members, so smash that subscribe button, stick around before to watch over 315 episodes of Sports Life Talks. You got next. Coach Ramirez, is the Saber Cat Nation with us? I mean, yeah. don't don't gas us now. Here we go. One, two, three. Ooh, welcome to the family. Kevin, we got to come up with a jingle for that part of the show. That's my favorite part yeah, of the we show. Do. We can't have you singing and running folks <laughs> out. But yeah, let's do that. Without further ado, Coach Ramirez, you smile. Kevin, he's smiling right now, so that means he's having a good time. But uh, you got to heat him up a little bit. Coach Ramirez, welcome to the Sports Life Talk Initiation. Let's do it. All right, Coach, to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Uh, that's so hard because I love music and I'm sure everyone says that, um, I like all kinds of music. It, it probably just depends on the time of the year or the, the week, the month, you know, whoever I'm listening to at that time, but I'll give you five, uh, Michael Jackson, um, probably one of my favorites, uh, outcast, um, <laughs> Coach, ain't nobody dope as me. I <laughs> um, so fresh and so clean, clean. Sure. Um, let's go here. A little, uh, little country music. Darius Rucker. Um, and the Blowfish. Okay. Hootie the Blowfish. Yep, no doubt. Um, and then let's see here. I can pick a plethora from. Uh, let's go old school. Let's go uh, Temptations. Let's go Stevie Wonder. Kevin, I don't think we've had anybody that kind of took us on a journey like that. I think we went. I think, I think we had some some pop. I think we went hip hop, then we went country, and then we closed this thing out with 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 with, with soul and R and B. Mm. Okay, so coach, you know, if you don't know, we like to rank people's top five, the highest you yes, get is five. And the fact that you took us on a little journey just then, I can't give you anything less than five. Hell, I can't give you anything less than. 10. So give him nine, B. Jones. Give him nine. Let's go. <laughs> now, coach, I got to ask you did you do those for the players? Because you know, your players going to watch this episode and they're going to be like, coach, how you? Is, is, that what, <laughs> is that what we got the outcast? No, no, no. I mean, I, okay. I, uh, I pride myself on the uh, diversity in my uh, music playlist. This, this guy is eclectic, Kevin. That is what yes, he is. You know, <laughs> Rucker, he has a song that's called uh, Exodus, and that's a yes. really good song, man. I, I no, nah, Darius Rucker cold. He was cold when he was with Hootie. Well, he cold was I'm talking about post. No, but I'm saying he, he was cold, cold in country. He he transformed his whole career. So yeah, yeah. Darius Rucker was cold. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, that song Exodus. Yeah, it was like right between like the Hootie and the Blowfish and going mm -hmm. country. He had one like R and B album that really not many people know about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that is a cold song for sure. All right. So, who is your favorite superhero and why? Ah uh, man, um, I don't know if this fits in the category of superhero. I'm not really a big you know Marvel this or or, or that, but. Growing up, and I still do enjoy watching them. Big fan of the the Star Wars series. Ooh! Um, so I'm gonna go that direction, um, and I'll go uh, oh, just old school uh, Luke Skywalker. I am your up. father, Luke. <laughs> um, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I love that that uh, that franchise growing up and still appreciate it, still enjoy watching the new ones that come out. So yeah, I'll go that route. 
All right, uh, Anakin, since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Oh, man. Uh, that's a really, really tough question. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with the outcast. You inspired me. The, uh, so fresh and so clean. Ain't nobody dope as me. (laughs) You can never go wrong with outcast at any point, summer, winter, spring, fall, just, just rock outcast. No question. All right. So if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Oh, um, that's a phenomenal question. Again, you could go in so many, so many areas with that. Um, I would like to shadow for a day. Uh, shout out to to Texas. I'll I'll go with Greg Popovich. Hang out Ooh. with him. For a day. Yeah, one of the best to ever do it. Ever do it. Top Don't three. let results. Top Don't three. let these current results fool you, youngsters. <laughs> Don't let what's going on in San Antonio fool y'all, youngsters. This this man been doing it for twenty some plus years at a highest clip. We talking about rings. We talking about all stars. It don't matter. Pop can do it, on yes, and off the court. All right. So you, if you hit that subscribe button or thinking about doing so, please do leave us your top five, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. On behalf of the SOT Nation, I want to welcome Coach Ramirez to our family. So B Jones, take it away, brother. Because we are the coolest on the planet. Hey, Coach. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, and that's pretty cool, Kevin. I love doing the initiation. We get to we get to learn a little bit about people, regardless of what they do. We get to learn a little bit more about their likes and stuff. But let's let's talk about some history here, Coach. Because two state run ups, three time state champions. I mean, it's trophies all over your over your locker room right now uh, at various different places and stops. But man, tell us well, when did you start? You know, when did you get involved with basketball? When did you fall in love with the game? When did you start playing, etc.? Tell, tell us, take, take us on the beginning of this journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, shoot, it probably started when I was four or five years old. I always tell people I think it, I think it probably started as a little kid, you know, watching Space Jam, you know, the original one, not yeah. the bad one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, I think that kind of piggybacked into a, a admiration for Michael Jordan. I remember being a little kid. Um, and again, very young so the memories are hit and miss but um you know all the vhs tapes that michael jordan had the come fly with me the above air or whatever it was you know above the rim i think i can't remember was it yeah yeah it was above the rim yeah um you know would just wear those things out and then you know a staple growing up you know it's the the nba on nbc so watching all the great basketball that took place in the mid to late 90s and um, you know, that was kind of my introduction to basketball. Um, and then from there, just playing at a young age. And, and as I grew older and, and, you know, that's what really led to my uh, my love affair with it. Man, that's crazy. I, I love that. So now are you originally from the, 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 the Arizona or, or where, where, where are you originally from? No, yeah. So I was actually born in, in San Jose, California. I don't remember okay. my we moved when I was young, and we actually moved to uh, Cedar Park, Texas, so right outside of Austin. Okay, um, okay. So you're familiar with this good barbecue down here, then? Oh, absolutely. Big old steak. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So spent like six years there, and then we moved to uh, Franklin, Tennessee, outside of Nashville. 
Um, so spent some time there and then going into like my middle school years is when we moved out here to Scottsdale. Um, and that's, so yeah, I mean, it's been home ever since, uh, but, but definitely appreciate having the opportunity to have lived around the country a little bit and appreciate the good food, the good people. And, and, uh, yeah, most definitely. Well, I can tell you right now that explains the top five KT because he got a little bit of the Darius Rucker in the country. He went out there to Memphis and got some of the soul, and then he went back. To, he went back to Arizona. Okay, now that now, now we now we getting the picture killer saber cats. So I, I I can see this thing. So now, did you hoop? Did you hoop at all growing up, or, or did you just you know fall in love with the game from a from an X Y Z technical you know strategic type fashion? Oh, yeah, you can say I, I, I played. Um, now, how good was I? That's, I, mean, I, was really, I, was, I was really good at running to the corner and shooting a three. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I played um, and, and, and still break a sweat and, you know, the men's open run at, you know, at L.A. Fitness or whatever it is. But, um, <laughs> but definitely knew, you know, as I was finishing high school, like, yeah, I wasn't going to keep playing. Um, so, yeah, so yeah. the next question was, I knew whatever I wanted to do post, uh, post high school, even post college, I wanted to stay involved with, with basketball somehow. And, and for me, the easiest connection was, was coaching. And that's really what led me to even getting my degree in education so I could teach and coach, you know, cause most places they want you to do both. And, um, that's kind of what what led to the, the, the idea of coaching, uh, for sure was, was, I think everyone goes through it at some point you realize, all right, I'm done playing now. What's next now for some people, you're, next, yeah. you're 17 years old and you're figuring out what's next. Or if you're lucky enough, you know, you play in college, figure out what's next or so on and so forth. So, yeah, no, I mean, I've been fortunate to, to know that this is what I wanted to be involved in. It was just kind of figuring out what the next steps were. Man, well, I'll tell you what, I'm a Jimmy's and Joe's. We, we constantly, me and Kevin, you guys would love hanging out with us because we debate on everything. We are complete opposites, right? I'm loud. He's, he's, he's reserved. And, and so, but anyway, we, we debate all the time on Jimmy's and Joe's versus X's and O's. And I've always thought Jimmy's and Joe's, I, 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 I disrespected the, the authority and the position of a head coach. And we started this show. We've spoken to so many head coaches from every different level all across the, the globe. And, now, three years later, I see the importance of a head coach. And it's one of the hardest jobs in America because <laughs> you guys are y'all are parents if somebody needs it. Y'all are physicians if somebody needs it. Y'all are counselors if somebody needs it. And at the same point in time, you got the pressure of trying to handle these kids and handle these parents. Oh, and by the way, you're judged and criticized by by your wins and losses on on the court. So to be a head coach is is one of the hardest jobs I've ever seen. But uh, but you got ten plus years of experience, man. T tell us a little bit about your your coaching journey and some of your successes. Yeah, no, I've, I'll always say incredibly fortunate to to be on the journey that I've continued to be on today. Um, you know, like I mentioned, I knew I was as I finished high school, I knew that I was. Need, needed to, to find a door to open to get into coaching and, and again it all goes back to relationships right you know so I had a great relationship with my AAU coach uh, his name's Michael Gwynn and he he runs the Southwest Rebels program and so I, I played in that program and then he was he's also the head coach at a high school here right down the road um, North Canyon High School in North Phoenix and um, 
due to that relationship, you know, he let me uh, be a fly on the wall and help out. You know, I was 18 years old and I'm coaching the freshman team. Um, you know, so, so he was he was crazy enough to give me an opportunity to do that um, and get my feet wet. So, you know, it, it was easy, though, because since he ran his AAU program, was running the high school program, uh, we would go from high school practice to then right away, right after that, you know, we'd have the, the fourth graders coming in, fifth graders, you know. So, you know, when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, really cutting cutting my teeth and, and you know, just learning it learning trial trial by error and and uh just getting thrown right into the fire was able to coach uh high school basketball and then also coach youth uh boys and girls all ages and you know get your hands on some player development stuff so i mean it was uh i look back at it and it, it's crazy to think just how much basketball and coaching was going on all the time and then i look back and i'm like oh wait i was 18 years old so it helped you know i probably had yeah, a little yeah. bit more energy than i do now and um you know so i did that uh through my undergrad did my undergrad at arizona state um and then after about three years four years at, at north canyon when i was doing the high school aau thing and i had the opportunity to join the staff at uh, phoenix college Division two junior college, uh, you know, here and and work for a phenomenal guy, uh, Matt Gordon. Uh, you know, he, he's a national champion, head coach, uh, multiple conference region championships, and developed so many players to go to the next level. Um, he's probably one of, if not the best, um, one of the best basketball minds I've been around, and and you know, that's no hyperbole there. Um, Spent two years with him, and, and, and being at a junior college, I don't care what sport it is, is probably the best environment you can be in because you really see what the head coach has to do to be successful there. I mean, we were at a school that had no out-of-state scholarships. There was no housing. Um, so being able to see Coach Gordon work and then us as assistants help out where we could, um, but be able to manage and oversee the academic progress and the strength and conditioning program and doing the laundry and, and, you know, working out red shirts or gray shirts, uh, and then also game planning, recruiting, scouting, you know, the whole nine, uh, and, and to be able to be given a inside look at that and, and also get my hands on some of those items, uh, you know, was, was really, really valuable. Um, so around that same time is when I finished, uh, my undergrad, I started teaching. So then I, I teach social studies. So I was fortunate enough. I got, I got a job at Horizon High School in Scottsdale, and that's actually where I graduated. So I had a really, really neat opportunity to uh, teach there. And then eventually they convinced me, uh, hey, why don't you come back home and coach here? And I was an assistant coach uh, for the basketball team there and, and uh, worked for a guy named Jerry Connor, who Arizona Hall of Famer. Um, you know, he was he – was, at the time when I started working with him, he was in his late seventies. He's still, he's still kicking today. He's doing great, still coaching. Um, and again, great opportunity to work from not only a hall of fame coach, but a hall of fame person, I always say. And, um, you know, he, he has a gym named after him, uh, at a school in the same district, you know? Uh, so he, he was able to do a lot in his career as, you know, as a head coach and, and coached a lot of division one players and, he was the head coach for Mike Bibby in high school. Um, so uh, to be able to work for a guy like him who's, who's been around a lot of different people and, and influenced a lot of lives was was very, very beneficial. And then, um, you know, it all kind of led me to, to where I'm at right now 
I got hired in March of 2020, um, March 9th, I think it was, or March 8th, and and got hired to be the head coach here at Saguaro, um, and then got the job, was excited to meet the players, and next thing you know, uh, the COVID. whole world shut down, right? Yeah, so, COVID hits. My first... Uh, First full year as a head coach was was through that COVID year, you know, and, and um, I always appreciative of that, I guess, because you kind of have to learn to adapt and ebb and flow more than probably anybody's ever had to, you know, just us as a society. Um, so so going through a lot through that first year, and, and again, really fortunate. Um, our first year here, we won the region uh, championship, uh, which is the first time in 10 years and had a great senior class, had seven or eight seniors my first year. And, and again, us and our coaching staff was, was really, really uh, fortunate to, to, to work with that group. So had a really great year one. Um, and then, you know, we just wrapped up our third year um, at Saguaro. So again, really really fortunate for the relationships you have and the people you meet along the way, whether it's your players or other coaches or other administrators. Um, you know, you really don't, we're not able to do what we want to do without the support of, of a great administration. And I mean, that's what we have uh, at Saguaro. They really cultivate the environment to push yourself to be successful, tell you the truth, tell you how to get better, be there to help you to get better. And, and you know, that's, there's not much more you can ask for, um, you know, I think in your journey uh, for people who are working their way up is you want people to be truth tellers and you want people to, to help help get you better. And, and I've always been fortunate, whether it's there's a reason behind it or, I'm, or I just keep hitting the jackpot and I keep getting lucky. But there's always people that want to see you succeed and, and we'll do whatever it takes to, to help get you there. And then here I am now, I'm sitting on your guys's uh Sports Life Talk Show, and, and, and <laughs> here you are. Hey, you, hey, this is sacred ground, man. We, 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 we see some people kind of blow up and blossom up after sitting in that same very seat that you are. I so, like listen, I, I got, I got two more questions. So, I know we running short on time, but, uh, but man, when I think of my favorite coach. Uh, and Kevin, I, I, I'll go down on record. Kevin, uh, uh, validate this for me. But my guy, Eric Spolstra, is the truth. And he's a he's a Latino, right? He's a he's, he comes from a minority. He's a POC. And uh, and my question to you is: you you participate in a lot of organizations and represent your your heritage and your culture and things of that nature. Tell us how much it means to to see someone like Eric Spolstra, you know, succeed, and then also about yourself. What does that mean for you? to be, you know, a Latino and on the sideline and have to represent your people? And how, how, how powerful is that to see somebody like yourself in the mainstream and be successful? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I think, you know, for, for anyone, it's important to see someone that they can relate to and someone that is maybe in a seat that they want to be in one day or um, just in a position of power or authority, whether it might be a political office or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, Spolstra, uh, great example, uh, Asian American, actually, he looks a little Latino though. Um, but he's, he's, he's awesome. Um, you know, he's, I've actually sat in on some zoom calls, large group zoom calls, and he's just phenomenal with his time and what he wants to offer for us as Latinos though, like Frank Martin, uh, Frank Martin's the head coach at the university. Frank Martin. Of Massachusetts. And yes. And Frank Martin is a diesel. Yeah, no. And, and, it's been really cool. Like get, I've, I've gotten to know him over the last couple of years and, you know, 
people know him, uh, you know, as the guy who likes to get on the officials or he has that, that, uh, very poignant, uh, uh, glare that he gives his players or officials. Um, but again, like I had no idea who he was, um, or excuse me, I knew who he was. I had no idea that he was Latino. Um, and so there was an article probably, uh, probably around 2014, 2015. I want to say there was an ESPN. There's a great piece on how there's this rising number of, of, uh, Latino or Latin American coaches, uh, at the collegiate level. And that's what kind of first got me thinking like, man, this is really cool, you know? And, and ever since then, um, the article actually referenced, uh, a guy by the name of Jason Ludwig. He's an assistant at Santa Clara university. He actually recruited Jalen Williams was really instrumental in his, uh, development in Santa Clara. And he's obviously having a phenomenal uh, rookie season here in the NBA. Yep. Um, Jason Ludwig at the time, he was the director of basketball operations at Arizona State. Um, So I was a student at that time and, uh, you know, reached out to him just to go watch a practice. Right. And then next thing you know, find out that he started this organization, the Latino Association of Basketball Coaches. So it started around 2014. Um, and it's been really cool to see it grow throughout the years. Um, you know, whether you're finding out, um, you know, oh, there's another Latin guy coaching at the University yeah, of Kentucky, yeah. Georgia, or, or even guys like myself coaching at the high school level. So, you know, it matters a lot. It's really, really cool. Um, and, and to have guys like Frank Martin uh, or even a guy like... A lot of people won't know who he is, but Sergio Rocco, he was the first Latino head coach. He was at FIU in the early 2000s, late 90s. Um, you know, he's kind of the godfather, uh, if you will. And, and uh, so guys like him, and there's, you know, the, there's countless others right now that are head coaches. Mike Bellotto at Arkansas State, Ron Sanchez at University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Tony Pujol is having a phenomenal season at North Alabama. Um, it, Orlando Antigua is John Calipari's right-hand man at the University of Kentucky, you know, so you can keep going down the, down yeah. the guys who are uh, modeling, you know, success that you can have, but at the same time, they're very open to helping young guys like myself, and I got to be careful, I'm starting to get older, so I can't <laughs> young guys like myself, but, you know, the next generation too coming up, you know, there's there's people for them to look at. And, uh, it's really exciting. Well, man, I, I, Kevin, did you know you was gonna get a little bit of lesson on this thing, man? I didn't know. I just learned Frank Martin was was Latino. Hey, that was, that was super cool. Was, I didn't know what nationality he was to be honest I with you. He was Italian or something, man, because he got the hey, Frank Martin, the only person I'm scared of coming on this show. Frank ain't allowed on this thing. It may he'll make me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this other dope Latino coach. His name is Lucas Ramirez, and he's Sports Life Talk, and that's what I'm saying. He part of the family. Hey, KT, you know what time it is, though. So buckle your chin strap, young man. Coach Ramirez, welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show where Kevin and I, we go 1v1, and you are now officially calling all the shots. Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather before? Uh, yes, I have. So you know the rules are very simple, SLT. Hey, we're going to pitch two options. Kevin, pitch one, I'll pitch one. Coach selects one of those options. Whichever one he selects, that host gains a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship Rounds. All right, coach. 
Kevin, I mentioned it earlier. He's on a he's on a crazy streak right now. We got to bring this thing to the end. We hey, Saber Cat Nation, y'all ride with me. Let's go. We got we got we got to shut this foolishness down today. The buck stops right now. Matter of fact, Kevin, before the show, he said he was a big fan of Chandler. I'm just telling you. He said he's all Chandler. He was rooting for Chandler. And, and so now we got, hey, y'all know what the Sabre Cats got to do with Chandler's right, right right across the way. All right, here we go. Kid Coach, let's go. I have never heard of Chandler before until you just said it just then. So nice try, though, B. John. I was, was going to say, that's incredible uh, research. Uh, you know, there you go. I like that. I like that. Uh, let's go. Would you rather have a shoe made by Nike be named after you and the proceeds go to multiple basketball scholarships in your name or I'm a milk it a little bit here, KT. Or would you have would you rather have an award named after you that represents a Latino, an up and coming Latino that's followed a journey similar as yours? And so the Lucas Ramirez Trailblazer Award. Oh man, wow, that's uh that's really trying to to hit a soft spot, but also make me feel like a bad person, not uh, you know, helping raise money. Um, both would be tremendous honors, opportunities. Um, but you know what? I would say for right now, uh, the scholarship opportunity uh, is what I would pick. Um, I got to do a little bit more to, to to be considered a trailblazer. There's a lot of other guys more uh, more deserving right now. Yeah, you are deserving. So you're not a trailblazer. <laughs> you ain't a trailblazer yet, Lucas Ramirez. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Round God. number two. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Would you rather host your own cooking show where you interview athletes and celebrities as they take you to their favorite places to eat, their home town, or... Or would you rather spread the gospel of basketball and you pick you create a YouTube basketball series where you get to work out with some of the best basketball players in the world, professional college, and play basketball in the gyms that they grew up in. So you kind of travel around, you playing Kevin Durant in the gym he he grew up in. Right, DJ, sorry, your piece, man. I'm just trying to make sure I explain. No, it. I'm just trying to make sure explain it. All right, come on, let's go. Um just for the, the the pure fact that that I am not a great cook at all, uh, that will steer me away from that. But let's go with the idea of doing a little YouTube series. <laughs> you trying to do that all extra B Jones, and he wasn't gonna pick that one away. We needed that one. We needed that one. Let's go! All right, round number three in the final round. Kevin, cue us up, baby. Let's go. No, you run round two. You cue us up. I'm in my feelings. All right, all right, Coach Ramirez, everybody watching. Kevin and I, we go live Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Part of that show, we have a segment. It's not just about sports. It's about life. It's about conversation. We have a segment that I present, and I present recent drops of tennis that are coming out. So it's a real big thing. Everybody gets excited about to see what's coming up next. And so we have this massive collection of sneakers, all right? So for round number three, both of us are going to present to you a pair of sneakers. Now you have to select which one of these pair of sneakers represents you the best. Okay, so you pick a pair, and whoever pick whichever pair you pick, that host will win this game. So all we need you to do, Coach Ramirez, is count down from three. All right, let's go. Three, two, one. And I already know you went chalk, B. Jones. So I ain't even gonna do it. Yeah, I could have grabbed my other ones. Oh. <laughs> 
way, Cyber Cats. I already know he was going to do it, so I tried to switch it up a little bit. Cyber Cat Nation. Look at how clean it go with the hoodie, though. Look how clean it go with the hoodie. You know what? You you brought it, man. That's Can't go wrong with the Saber Cat black and gold. To be I, I almost got my taxes. I went to go. I was gonna get my taxes, but you got this one. Yeah! The first game won in Phoenix, Arizona, goes to M O T S and new Sports Life Talk Champion of the World, Coach Ramirez. Thank you for bringing this back home. Kevin is a little sticky. What were you? What you was doing with the belt? It was. It's a little in my business. Whatever I do with the belt when it's in my hands is my business. So you don't even worry about that. It's back home now. It's back home now. All right, coach. What well, the title of the show is? You got next. Hey, everybody's rocking. Everybody loving it. We we got to get out there to Phoenix to check out some of y'all y'all games and play. Uh, I know for a fact that uh, that it is some heated battles out there and some of the best sports that uh, in all areas uh, that that's going on. But tell us, Coach Ramirez, what does the future hold for you, and what's next for Coach Lucas Ramirez? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, super cliche, probably, but people say you know, be where your feet are. Um, and that's something that I've tried to, to be really, really good at uh, in the last number of years. Um, you know, focus on on doing a great job where you're at, and and you know that'll lead to the next opportunity. But really, really enjoy being at Saguaro. Um, you know, I think we have a lot of unfinished business, um, and I'm really excited about you know our younger classes we have here that we're helping develop, um, and you know the the uh, the biggest thing is. Uh, no matter what I'm doing, where I'm doing it, is, is making sure there's great people around. Um, and that's what uh, uh, I always try to surround myself with. Like right now, hanging out with you guys, right? H- hanging out with great people. So really fortunate. Coach going to have us coming out there to Phoenix real soon, man. You gonna have, <laughs> you, we, hey, we're going to come out that thing and show out. I'm ready. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, just fortunate where I'm at and, and uh, look forward to seeing what we can do, uh, you know, upcoming years here at Saguaro. All right. So do you have any shout outs you want to give? Uh, sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned them before earlier when we were talking, but anyone I've worked for or worked with, um, to help lead me to where I'm at, uh, Michael Gwynn, North Canyon high school head coach, uh, Matt Gordon, head coach at Phoenix college, uh, Jerry Connor, the head coach at horizon high school, the administrative team at horizon high school, uh, you know, and then my current administration, uh, Ann Oxiger, our principal, um, I'm not sitting where I am, uh, today without her. Um, and then our, our athletic director, Matt Harris, uh, you know, fantastic AD, fantastic leader as well. Both of them great leaders. And, and again, without their support, uh, you know, none of this is possible. And then of course, uh, you know, family and, and, you know, all the people who've, uh, who've been, uh, celebrating and, and help, uh, push our successes further uh you know you can't can't make it without your your circle um and even the people outside the circle who want to see you not do well then shout out to them too right (laughs) shout out to your haters i like that all right coach so this is a part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next tell them hey i got a chance to rock with b jones and kt i told them my story i want you to do the same thing with that said coach who are you giving your game ball to 
Yeah, uh, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, Jason Ludwig, assistant coach, uh, Santa Clara men's basketball. Uh, obviously, they're in the thick of their uh, their conference run right now, and they're doing very well back-to-back 20-plus uh, wins in the regular season. Uh, but he would be a great guy to bring on. Uh, he's, he's the president and founder of the Latino Association of Basketball Coaches, and you know he's worked uh, at Mississippi State, Arizona State, UCLA, now Santa Clara. So a lot of experience, and, and I'm, you know, I'm sure uh, a really cool story to tell for you guys. All right, Coach Lugwig, you are officially on the clock, but Lucas Ramirez, you are a trailblazer, sir. You are transcendent, you elite, you extraordinary. I love your energy. You tenacious, brother, and uh, we appreciate you so much for joining the show. Lucas Ramirez, it is official. You got next sports life talk nation man it feels good to do shows like this hey saber cats i'm rocking with y'all i can't wait to get out there and we see how dope the basketball is out there in phoenix arizona but listen come rock with us come hang with your boys we your new play cousins don't forget to smash that subscribe button don't forget to smash that like button don't forget to leave us some comments i don't even care if you don't like me just say something ugly i don't care leave us some comments tell me how you feel and uh come hang out with it's 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time every Wednesday night. It's right here on YouTube, so it's easy access. It's a live show. It's unscripted. So come be a part of the conversation. I'm telling you, it's more than just sports, y'all. It's hot. We sports and life, all right? So ne- next year, we're going to call it Life Sports Talk, Kevin. I don't know. We need to change it around so people can understand that we're doing, we doing the whole thing. But KT, I got my belt back. I'm in a much better disposition than I was at the beginning of the show. As y'all can tell. Yep, as, as y'all can tell. So uh, I'll let you finish it out, Andre. Andre 3000, because I'm, I'm daddy fat sex. I'm big boy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, uh, Coach, how far is uh, Chandler away from you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chandler is uh, probably from our school, probably 30, 40 minutes away. Coach, he, he was messing with you, All Coach. Right, yeah. I, know, I need to go highlight the coach at Chandler. Maybe they'll go my way. But no, thank you so much for rocking with us, Coach. We really appreciate it. And like B said, man, we're going to make our way to Phoenix, man. So we can come out of there, rock with you. Absolutely. We'll make sure. We'll make sure it's a Chandler Saguaro game. Uh, you know, oh, oh, what, what, hold on. What, what's Chandler's too, colors? What, 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 are, what are their colors? They're blue and white. Black. Blue and black. black. Okay. Okay, I think I got some blue and black. I'll be right. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, Saber Cat Nation, we we hey, we show hey, we coming we coming for sure. That's gonna be a game for the ages. I can't wait. But hey, last name Coach Lucas Ramirez. Ain't nobody fresh as me. I'm just so fresh, so fresh, so, so, so clean, so clean. It's one like talk nation. We love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because that's right. Together, we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working. You always grinding. You're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next. You smashing goals. You want next. You need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show like the baddest. Hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom. You are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon. Then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next. Just a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you. At least you better be. Just like me, you got next.
Finish.